everyone. Thanks for joining the Houston Young Adults Podcast. Make sure to follow us on all our socials at Houston Young Adults. Thanks for tuning in. Hey, young adults, what's up? It's Courtney. I'm bringing the word to you today. I'm excited. It's the end of it. It's getting towards the end of the year. We have a couple more weeks left of November, a couple of weeks left in the year with December approaching. The Bible has great promises for the ends of the year. The Bible says he crowns the year with his goodness, with his abundance. And may all your paths drip with abundance, with the good things that the Lord has. So he always has a, a, a greater glory for the end. And we have to have that expectation as we rear the end that there's good things ahead. And we want to make sure that we are in line with what God has for us for the end of our years and make sure that what we're speaking is is what we're going to see. The Bible says that he who began a good work within you shall bring it to pass, shall complete it, shall finish it. He's the 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 one who accomplishes things in our lives. He's the one that finishes the work. And so let the Lord finish and complete and do the great the greatest things that you've yet to see in this year and let it be done according to your faith. Let it be done according to the words that you are speaking. So that's what I want to talk today about. Let's go to Proverbs 18 verse 12, not verse 12, sorry, verse 20. And I'm in, I have a, a, I read this in probably every version that I could read because I just wanted to get everything that I could get out of it. But it says in the Amplified Classic, a man's stomach shall be filled with the fruit of his mouth and with the consequences of his words, he must be satisfied, whether with good or with evil. In the regular Amplified Version, it says, he or you, you will be satisfied with the consequences of your words. <clears throat> so in life, it's talking about a man's stomach, but think about it as your life, what your life is going to be filled with, what your spirit is going to be filled with. It's going to be filled with something. You know, if you think about even in the natural, when you're feeding your stomach, when you're feeding yourself, there's, you have a choice to, to, to feed yourself with junk, chips, uh, sodas, uh, just energy drinks, sugar, just things that really have no nutritional value. When, 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 if you know anything about nutrition, um, but the things that are good for you are the things that are going to build up your muscles, build up your body. So like proteins and um, fats are actually good for you, even though, you know, many people say otherwise, but it's the, the sugar that doesn't have the nutritional value. It's the Things that just come from chemicals and are not necessarily foods, but are put into our our foods that we eat that truly don't give us any sort of nutritional value that we might eat and you put it in your stomach and it causes things not to function. It causes things not to work and you don't feel your best when when you eat certain things. But there's, there's the foods that when you eat them, they're good for you. You eat good things and then there's nourishment that comes and life comes and things function the way that they're supposed to function. And you live and move and you, uh, you, you, get, you get the most out of, um, out of what, what you're putting in your body. And this is talking about that. A man's stomach is going to be filled with the fruit of what you put in it. 
So what you put in, what you speak out of your mouth, it's talking about the fruit of the mouth, there's consequences. So the words that you speak, they have consequences in your life and it's going to cause your life to be filled with the things that those words produce. Words produce. The Bible says that God spoke and things became. There, things that weren't there originally came into existence through the words that God spoke. So words have the power to create. They have the power to yield. They have the power to give birth to the thing that's released. And so the words are how you release things that you want in your life. And so you fill your life with the fruit that your words are producing or the words that are, that are yielding. And um, I liked what it said in one of the versions. I'll read. It says... Oh, okay. And then, yeah, the new, uh, the NIV, it says, with the harvest of your lips, you are satisfied. So it talks about how what your lips are speaking, there's a harvest that's produced and you're going to be filled with that harvest. And it goes along with that, that scripture in Galatians 6, where it talks about that which you sow to, you're going to reap. There's going to be a harvest that comes from the things that you sow. You sow life, you're going to reap life and um, the, the life of God. When you sow to the flesh, when you sow to corruption, you're going to reap corruption in your life. You're going to see the consequences of the words that you speak. And so I remember when this truth became so um, in, uh, so so real to me in my life. It, it got me on, um, it got me fixing one, the words that I was speaking, but it also got me making sure that I was speaking what God said was true about my life. And so, you know, we look to um, Romans 4. Romans 4, it talks about how God is a speaker, how God is one who uses his words to cause things to be fulfilled in people's lives. So Romans 4, verse 17, it says, That God, I'm reading in the, in the middle part of the, ver- the verse, God who gives life to the dead and calls those things which do not exist as though they did. In another version, it says that God calls things that be not as though they were. And I like what it says in the first part of that verse. It says God who gives life to the dead. He can take dead things. He can take things that are hopeless. He can take things that are so far gone so impossible in the natural. The Bible says that with humanly speaking, this is impossible. What verse is that? Let me think. Oh, Matthew 19. In Matthew 19, it says with men, this thing is impossible. Humanly speaking, it's, this is impossible to overcome. This is impossible for this to turn around. But with God, all things are possible. He told the blind man. He told, the, he told people that if they only believe anything is possible, if you just have a trust and a belief that my power, my wisdom, my ability is able to do the unthinkable, the unimaginable, anything is possible to those who believe. And he, he told, um, he, I think he, this is where he told the blind man, that according to your faith, let it be done unto you. So if you have faith for it, you can have it. There is absolutely nothing that's impossible for your, for your situation, for whatever you find yourself in, when you believe the word, 
when you speak the word, God is able to cause dead things to come to life. And that's exactly the story of Abraham, who is our father of faith. He is the one that we look to, to walk in faith in our lives. And it says that God is the one who called the things that which don't exist as though they did. He called the things that weren't there in the natural as though they were there. And that's exactly what we need to understand about the word of God and about things that we're believing for in our life. It, it talks about how our life is going to be filled with the words that we speak. Our life is going to be a, a product of the, the words that we are releasing out of our mouth. We're going to eat and we're going to enjoy it, whether we like it or whether we're not. That's what we're going to be sustained and satisfied in our life by. And so for Abraham, it says in verse 18 of Romans 4, for Abraham, human reason for hope was gone. It says that human reason to have hope was completely gone, but he hoped in faith. So it says, contrary to hope, in hope he believed so that he became according to according to what was spoken. So God spoke to him that he was going to see this. He had a promise from God. And when we, too, grab a hold of the promises of God, of this is what I can have according to the word of God, and I don't care what it looks like in the natural. I don't care how impossible it is. I don't care how hopeless the situation is. I don't care how dead it was. It says that even Abraham, he didn't consider the deadness of his own body. He didn't even consider that he was 100 years old. His wife was 90 or 99 or whatever she was, that um, her womb was closed, that she had been infertile, barren her whole life. She, she didn't cons- he didn't consider that she was past the age of bearing children that you know her 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 eggs or whatever it is you know dried up and she was past that point he didn't consider that it was humanly impossible and there was no hope in the natural he didn't consider it it says but he believed what god spoke and he agreed with it and because he didn't give up his belief on what was spoken and he spoke and he he called himself the father of many nations. He spoke what God spoke about him. It says he became according to what was spoken from the word of God. It's incredible because he took on what God said. He actually became that that word that God was spoken, that God spoke to him and he began to speak about himself. He He became that word. It became flesh in his life. It was manifested. So in verse 19, it says he did not weaken in his faith, nor did he consider his own body already dead or Sarah's dead womb. That's when it talks about that. He didn't weaken in his faith. He didn't waver at the promise of God through unbelief, but he was empowered by his faith and he gave glory to God. Verse 21, it says he was fully convinced that what God had promised and what God had spoken, God was also able to to perform. So he was assured that God was able to keep his word. If he spoke it, if he promised it, God was able to do it in his life. And so no, God's going to keep his word. He's going to keep his word and he's going to do what he promises in your life. His word is final. His word is established. His word is forever. His word, once he, he speaks it out of his mouth, God promises that his word will not fail. It says in Isaiah 55, 11, that his word um, is like the rain, 
that as surely as the rain goes out from heaven, waters the ground and causes the seeds to bud and bring forth fruit, he says, so shall my word be that goes forth out of my mouth. It shall not return to me void. That means it's, it's not going to re- return to me without producing. It says it's going to accomplish that which I please. So God's word accomplishes things. So when we speak God's word, we got to know it's going to be accomplished. It's going to be successful. He, he says that his word shall accomplish the things that I please and it shall prosper in the thing which I sent it. So his word, we got to know from the scripture, his word accomplishes, his word completes, his word finishes what it starts. His word is successful at producing what he said it's going to produce. His word is not a failure. It's not going to be one of those things where, oh, that didn't work. It's a flop. It's a failure. God's word, it says it's prosperous. That means it's going to be successful at producing the things the word says. So if you have a promise from God, if you have the word of God, if you have the thing that God spoke, he says, for this word, it is able to produce. And it is worthy of being accomplished. It is prosperous. It's gonna succeed. And so that means we've got to hold on to the word of God and we hold on to the word of God and we release the power that comes from the word of God through our own speaking. In Hebrews 11.3, it says that the, we have to understand that the world is framed by the word of God. And so you have to know that your world Your world, your life, your stomach, your belly, as Proverbs 18 calls it, your world is framed, it's fashioned, it's created, and it's put in order by the word of God so that what you currently see is going to be a product of the things that are not yet seen. The things that you see now understand that they came from a realm that's currently that was not seen originally. It's called the faith realm. It's called the realm of the unseen. It was unmanifested. It was unmaterialized. It was unseen. And then by the word of God, it became visible. So there's things right now you can't see with your natural eyes, but they're located in the faith realm. They're located in the unseen realm. They're located in the invisible realm. But when you understand that those things come about by grabbing and taking a hold of the things that are in that realm and pulling them out by the words that you speak, then you start, you start speaking in your life. You start to frame your world by the word of God, not by the, the things that you see, not by the things that you fear, not by the things that you don't want in your life. You don't speak the things you fear. Don't speak the things that you don't want. You don't speak the things that people are speaking. You speak what God's word says. And it says that Those things that were not then became just like Abraham. He became the father of nations according to what was spoken. So the word, the the Bible talks about how the word was, it is, and it is to come. It talks about Jesus, the word. He, He was before he actually was in the flesh. Jesus was the word and he always was and he always will be. And he, and he, he is the word and It says that the word became flesh and dwelt among us. So there was a time that that word was not seen, but then that word became flesh. And that's exactly what happens when we don't stop speaking the word of God. 
that word's going to become flesh in your life. It's going to be made manifest in your life. And it's only a matter of time. The Bible talks about through faith and patience, we inherit the promises of God. So not only do we need faith, we need to be empowered by faith and not consider the things that we see and not consider sight. We, we live by faith and not by sight, but we, we have to make sure that we are patient in our confession, that we're constant, unwavering, steadfast in the things that we're speaking. We speak the things that we want to see. We speak the word of God over our situations and we speak and we produce we speak and we create. We speak and we're going to eat and be satisfied in our lives with the fruit of our lips. So that's my encouragement to you today. Speak the word of God. Speak life. Speak your portion, your inheritance, your redemption. Grab a hold of two or three scriptures. I don't know. I, I, I I always go in and if I'm believing for something, I'm like, all right, let me get my two or three scriptures because the Bible says with two or three witnesses, things shall be established. And so you get your two or three witnesses, uh, your your two or three scriptures. But by the time you're kind of done, you're like, man, I have eight because <laughs> the word of God has has everything in it. You shall. I love um, what it says in Job. It says you shall decree a thing and it shall be disa- established. Let's find that. I just... Because uh, I've been speaking that one. If I just if I say something, guess what? It's gonna I'm gonna see it in my life, and I've been speaking that. Let's see, Job. Let's find it in Job. Bear with me. You shall decree a thing, and it shall be established. Lord God, where is this? Lord God. Well, it's in Job. Everybody. I don't know if I'm going to find it right here, right now. <laughs> you shall decree a thing and it shall be established. That's the scripture. It's in Job somewhere. But when you decree something, when you speak a thing, it shall be established. Cling on that. So you can, that can be one of your scriptures. Lord, I'm decreeing and declaring this thing. I'm decreeing and declaring the promise of God. Here's the promise of God. Your word says that by the stripes of Jesus, I am healed. Your word says that you delight in the prosperity of your people. Your word says that the blessing of the Lord makes a man rich and adds no sorrow with it. Your word says that, that you have redeemed me from every curse of the law. Being in, becoming a curse for me, hanging on the cross for me, Jesus. You became a curse so that the blessing of Abraham would come upon my life. Your word says that the righteous shall inherit the land. Your word says that goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. Your word says that whatever it is, name it, claim it, receive it, believe it, and you take your scriptures and you speak them. You don't know what scriptures to use? Find two or three. That means that you're going to have to get in the word and search the scriptures. You're going to have to do your due diligence of being a doer of the word, locating where it says, where, where the Lord says that this is your portion and, and build it on the inside of your spirit by believing it and receiving it. There's that scripture in Mark eleven twenty four. whatsoever things that you desire when you pray, believe that you receive them and you should have them. 
And that's, I mean, that's like a scripture you can use for anything. Add that to your list of two or three. Now you have that one. Okay, well, when I prayed, I believed it. I received it then. I know it's in the unseen realm, but it's just a matter of time that I'm going to have it in the seen realm. It's going to be made manifest. It's going to become flesh, just like the word that became flesh. And so I know it's done. I received it. I don't care what it looks like. I don't care what it feels like. I'm only moved by the word of God. And so it's done. And so you praise, you rejoice, and thank him and you stand on the the scriptures no matter what comes to try to shake you to quake you to move you you're immovable you're unshakable on the word of god because you've spoken you've received it you believed it there's no nothing that can cause you to waver just like abraham you're unwaverable you're fully convinced you're fully persuaded you you are the one that god said that you are you have what God says that you have, and you're going to see it made manifest just like Abraham received the promise in your life. So I encourage you to speak the word of God. Speak the good things of the word of God. Be satisfied with the good fruit that comes from the word of God, the promises of God. And you're going to see as you speak that you're going to be satisfied with a good harvest of the good things that you are speaking in your life. And I pray that as you do that, You're going to bring great glory and honor to the Lord in these last days of 2023. In the mighty name of Jesus, I'm excited for the rest of the year. I'm excited to hear your testimonies. I'm excited to see what the Lord's going to do to close out this year. And I'm ever looking forward to the more that God has in 2024. Hallelujah. Glory to God. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, everyone. Thanks for joining the Houston Young Adults Podcast. Make sure to follow us on all our socials at Houston Young Adults. Thanks for tuning in.